Welcome to Commercial Real Estate Investing. I'm Tim Diesel. Today I'm answering a question. How do ARVs work in commercial real estate? Now you can always go online, www.dieselcommercial.com. I post up a new article every month and there's all kinds of uh, information on there that can definitely help you out. You can also reach out to me if you need any help with anything else. So uh, the question I'm answering today, well, there can um, be a couple of different ways. Uh, and as always, I will give you a breakdown of the most information without making this a 30-minute recording. And once again, how do ARVs work in commercial real estate? Um, and the question seems like it would relate to someone acquiring property with the intention of adding value quicker than your typical buy and hold investor. Some type of value add play uh, could be apartments or something. Now, keep in mind, when I receive these questions uh, from you, usually there isn't much backstory. So it's uh, I have to piece together the information and make the, the, the best um, uh, judgment on what it would be. So I'm I'm hoping that um, I'm pretty close to accurate on this one. All right. So first, an ARV stands for after repair value, and it's referred to in the residential world as the value of the property when the repairs have been completed. So an example of this would be I buy a home today for 100000 and I'm going to put 50000 into it with all the upgrades, and after that, it's worth 200000 so you can do the same thing in commercial, of course. It's just done in a slightly different way. So if you're getting a refi done and your values are not crazy, like if you're not if you're just doing rate and term, I've seen a streamlined type of appraisal where not too much documentation is involved. It's really more of a, of a desktop version, and you're pretty much on your way. Now, a full appraisal is obviously the most credible, the one we know of in the industry, and that's what most people pay for when they're buying a property. Well, that's what the bank orders. You don't really have a choice. And typically, that's, how, that's, that's the one that's ordered, and it depends on how it's done. If they use an income approach, which is the most common, you will have to have the new leases that support the new values, right? Now, we're not talking about um, uh, construction costs like new uh, type. We're talking about an existing building and you're retenanting the building and you have 500,000 value and you are bringing it up to a million. And you typically have to show the bank and the appraiser how you got to that value how has the income gone up, right? So you're going to have to provide leases, uh, what's in the area, what's realistic. It just kind of depends. With a single-family home, the surrounding houses will give you a comparison of value. Now, that's not always the case in commercial real estate. You can have the same exact buildings right next to each other. And if one of them is throwing off more cash than the other building... Well, the value can't possibly be the same. 
I don't care if it's the same exact building, same exact builder, everything's the same. Investors are buying the income stream. And in a value add situation, they need to be certain that they can increase the value and they can raise those incomes uh, up. So they're not going to just rush into it. I posted a video on YouTube, on my YouTube channel, um, for one of my investors, and it was about flipping commercial property. If you have time and if you have the interest, uh, make sure to watch that one. I kind of go into a lot more detail on it. So the biggest tip I can give you is take the marketing package to your lender and have them look at it and ask what their opinion is. Um, I don't expect everyone to be an expert. If you look at something and you think you can increase the value, get a second set, set of eyes. Just kind of see if you're in line. And it just kind of depends on what your plan is. If you're going to raise it up and just hang on to it, that's not so um, uh, stressful as having to flip it, turn it around, quick turn, whatever you want to do. So do they believe that the deal is worth looking into further? Well, I do this for my clients all the time, and it saves us a huge amount of time because if the lender is telling us up front, this deal is going to be tough, then I wouldn't try to make it work at that point. Remember, you need to be very selective in this market. Uh, there's a, let's just say you really want to be careful. You don't want to jump into anything. So if you're trying to turn property around, just make sure you're careful. Make sure you have the right tenants in place. Know that the appraiser is going to be looking at the income, and that's primarily what it is. If you're selling it, the new buyer is going to be looking at the income. They like the amenities and the insides of the building, but they care about, look, how much money am I getting back after I pay for this? And that's really the biggest thing you want to keep in mind. So ARVs are kind of done. Um, they're referred to the same way, but they're just done slightly differently. I hope that was helpful. I'm at Tim J. Diesel. If you have any questions or comments on all the social media platforms, please check out my YouTube channel and subscribe. I deliver twice the content and record two videos a week. And uh, usually they're, they're always different stuff than what's on the podcast. So you can get a lot out of it. Thank you guys so much for listening and have a great week.